Alrighty, Rose Batches, what's up? What's going on? It's Eddie here. Uh, December, if you're on the East Coast, buckle up. Going to be a lot of snow. Wear your goddamn mask. Watch your hands. All right, special guest for you tonight. We're going the fan route, okay? I put a thing on pod, on uh, Rosebud's podcast the other night. Um, what do you guys, who do you want us to interview? People from the show. Do you want it to be fans? A lot of people wanted fans, so we dug deep into the archives, and I chose who I think is MVP Rose Batch number one. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, on the line tonight is none other than, we'll just call her Jody from Charleston, <laughs> South Carolina. Jody, how the hell are you? Welcome officially to Rosebud's Nation, even though you've been part of it for a while. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. I love it. So, this is Jody. Get her on Instagram at jody.high.roller. She's from Charleston, South Carolina. I'm going to probably try to talk like a Southern person, so I'll offend <laughs> you. That's fine. Um, you're a wedding photographer. You're, you know more about Bachelor Nation than I think I do, so I'm really oh excited. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. Um, all right, so we're, this is how we're going to do it tonight, Rose Betches. We got Monday night and Tuesday night. We got a recap. Double Decker. Again, next week, Monday and Tuesday. Um, but tonight we got to get through Monday, which was RIP Blake Mayonnaise, and then we got Mentel All. <laughs> And then we got Tuesday night, which was Fake Hometowns and R.I.P. Soldier Ben. So, Monday night, Blake Mayonnaise, R.I.P. Uh, Jody, what did your think think of the old, crepid white lady with the pigtails who looked like she was about to die? I feel... <laughs> and who was she? I feel she? like... I have no idea. I feel like every season, they always bring in someone that does some, like, spiritual or, like, something with rocks and talks about a future and i just i don't i can't remember like past seasons i know it's every season but i don't know if past ones it's always like the lead is like i'm not really feeling it but the other person is and then they like awkwardly sit in each other's lap and gaze into each other's eyes one person's really into it the other person isn't so much and then of course she sent him home mm -hmm. so I mean, I knew that when he where he got the date card. I was like, he's going home. Oh, I think everyone did. I think he oh, yeah. also did. I think at I knew this that point. With, I figured that was easy, too. It was like when he got the date card, I was like, yeah. he's going home. Blake got the card. I was like, he's going home. Because someone has to go home on a one-on-one, -on -one, like every season. I love your description of like, yeah, you know, every year the show brings on some with the rocks and stuff. Like, and they do this. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> it's true. It's it is true. But true. She was into, and now. I not hating on it. Not hating on it. It no. just happens every season. You don't have to hate on it, but like, come on, like I can. And like, what's the issue? Like, this lady looked like a character from a movie. One, two. If that lady got COVID, she would croak. So I hope she tested and was fine. Yeah, Three, I have no idea how they're doing all of this. Like, with people, are they quarantining? Are they just doing rapid testing? Like, it's just yeah. all very bizarre. Of how that's happening now i thought it was weird that this old lady and was doing i guess it's the karma sutra sex stuff i thought that was very bizarre that it was that they showed at the mentel all the boner situation yeah obviously that was but i mean just in general like the old lady she <laughs> yeah <laughs> at, at doing this sex thing that was very weird to me like okay <laughs> right yeah i'd uh i i loved her i wanted more of her you know what i want like and I, I know you probably know this because I say this all the time. I want like a web series of what goes on in the house, but I need a now a new docu series or one episode of like the second characters of the quarantine bachelorette 
better yes. said, uh, this sex lady, this old sex lady, I need the oh, the photographer, Franco, whatever the hell his name was. Yes. Uh, Chris Harrison can obviously be part of that. Jojo. Uh, the, Jojo, the people she that built in. the carnival. Like, I need, I need more, like, Neil Lane. Yeah, literally. Honestly, at this point, like, the producers, because I really feel like, specifically tonight with, I know we'll get into it with the dates, but, like, the taxi that they took around like an intern made that yeah like i wonder who but at this point they're probably like bennett make it like you want to say like you're gonna make this stuff like you're gonna set up all the dates because you still want to be here and you're obsessed with Tasha. so like you can just make the things while you can just gaze at her on dates that's how i feel about bennett <laughs> i love it i'm for that um all right so when she sent blake mayonnaise home she was pretty torn about it but like did we miss something? Did I miss something? I didn't think they were ever that connected. She was torn over the sending Blake no. Mayonnaise home. Yeah, she had like a visceral reaction uh-huh. to him. And I thought that if anything, she would have had that reaction to like Zach, Brendan, Ivan. But I feel like Blake was just like in the background, like mm-hmm. not really. I knew they had a connection. It was very like subtle, but you could see it. And then when he got sent home, she like dropped the floor. I was like, she is not well. Mm-hmm. and that's was the last thing i was expecting right right because we didn't know blake mayonnaise other than he loved sex and got boners with the old ladies i mean that's no, literally all. like every day he was on he had to get naked like um, of course that was his date too they were like and you're gonna have to derobe and he was like you've got to be kidding me uh he loved it you know he <laughs> oh he loved, loved it. he was like you've got to be kidding me <laughs> yeah. this is the best <laughs> yeah. So then Tasha is on one and starts sending everyone home. She's like the opposite of of Oprah. She walks in crying, grabs Riley. Oh my god. And sends Riley home. Walk us through your thoughts there. I think whenever I think her reaction to whenever Blake Mayonnaise got in the car and went home, I think <laughs> that reaction was probably like it all hit her of like mm-hmm. this was probably that was probably the last guy that she honestly didn't really care about that much. Not to say that she didn't care about him at all, but she didn't have like a deep connection with him where I think it was the final six after she sent Blake. It was either six or seven. Um, Everyone else she had a deep connection with. So I think it was kind of like, oh God, that was kind of easy. And I feel bad and I don't want to hurt them. But like now I have to do this and I know it's not Riley. And they made it seem like it was super fast. Like she sent him and then like ran to the guys but like it was nighttime and she had a different outfit on oh shit jody right it was nighttime right i literally can't remember shit i said that really confidently and now that i don't know i'm like "Mm." but she had a different outfit on she wasn't in that dress she had like flowy pants on and a white tank and was like this is really hard and her hair was up jesus christ you sold (laughs) you sold me i'm in whatever you said so i think i think it was later so she probably went back had like an ITM and was like, this is really hard. I can't do this. This is going to be so difficult. And then now she's like frolicking around and sending everybody home. Correct. What, <laughs> um, what did you think of the Riley and like his input? Riley stand up guy, very intense, mm-hmm. too intense for me. I know I've said this a thousand times. what did you think of like his whole getting sent home thing? I think I thought he handled it. Well, I think anyone at that point, cause she really did have a connection with everyone so I feel like he was also kind of surprised because he'd shared a lot with her. So he'd grown with her. And then she was like, I'm sending you home. And I think I think it's common for 
whoever's getting sent home to kind of be like, wait, what are you doing? And then he kind of like questioned her a little. And then he like got back in his head and it was like, okay, like we could argue, but the end result's the same. Yeah. And I think that's what he said of just like, regardless of what happens, like you, you made up your mind and that's not what I want, but I can just like bow out gracefully now, which I think he did. And like, it was so sad. And then him at the men tell all, like, I love Riley. I stand Riley. So I'm sad that he went home, but I mean, I thought he went well as he could have gone. And she even said that like, he's grown the most individually, which I think is also true. Um, I want to hang out with him. <laughs> All right. I'm for that. I think he's from New go. York. There you go. Uh, Rose ceremony. So Bennett shows back up. Oh my God. Let's, let's, oh, let's hear it. He, <sighs> Bennett is just like, I don't even have the words to describe how I feel about Bennett. He just makes me so mad. And the way that he just like is so condescending, mm -hmm. then he isn't condescending. Like I know a lot of it or a majority of it is producer of like, you should give him a gift. You should read it to him. Like I know that the producer has a lot to do that because they just like picked him as a puppet. And he was like, okay, I'll do whatever because I want to be in front of the camera and blah, 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 blah. And I think Taisha was giving him so many not so many chances she gave, like she brought him back once. But I, I said from the beginning that I think he reminds me a lot of JPJ mm. and Tasha and JPJ hit it off in paradise. So I think right, J, like on. Bennett JPJ and looks cause not attitude. Not that necessarily look like not looks. I think some of like his humor towards the beginning of the season, like what she oh. saw in him, yes. like felt very like JPJ vibe. Mm -hmm. So I think Taisho is kind of having like, was like, oh, I like this attitude. I like this um, personality. He's funny. Um, and I think it reminded her of JPJ. But then he starts to get into the whole no a mess and privilege and walks in is like, I'm back. And it's just like, it's just, he's a mess. Now, do you find, is Bennett attractive? No. At all. I don't. I don't think he's attractive, and especially knowing like his personality now, I'm like, ugh, he just like grosses me out. Yeah, like <laughs> it's a tough one because I don't think you could look at him and objectively say you are an ugly human, but right. also you just you hit the nail on the head. I think like I'm like, ugh, like I, you know what I mean? It's like a weird, yeah. gross feeling. And, and people that specifically with him at the mental all, like when he was talking to Noah and uh, Chris Harrison, like gave them both the floor and was like, how do you feel? How do you want to end it? Bennett was like, I'm sorry you feel this way. Yeah. I'm sorry what I did made you feel this way. And that's one of the things that I can't stand just about people in general when it's like, I'm sorry what I did offended you. Now, is like, that, well, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> well, yeah. Wait, what? There's a, t is that manipulation? What is that? Yeah. So just okay. like manipulation, narcissist, he's like, <laughs> really like very privileged and i saw i heard i can't remember where i heard this but someone said that him and ed were hanging out um at like a really fancy like golf resort like so he's like i don't know he just confuses me and i just don't like him <laughs> preach girl <laughs> now um, Rose Sarmari so Bennett shows back up in this order we got Zach Ivan Brendan so I guess Ben had already I guess 
last week got in a rose. And then going home is Bennett and Noah. Phenomenal music for when they left. Um, oh, how yeah. do you feel about uh, Nurse Boy Noah? I really like Noah. I At first, I didn't because of, I think, how like production was portraying him. I wasn't really feeling it. But I think as the Noah and Bennett stuff started happening, I was realizing that it was more Bennett like talking down and being condescending. And Ivan tweeted the other day and was like, I think it was last night during the mental all was like, guys, Noah's on the right side of this, trust me. And I will literally trust anything that Ivan says because I just love him. So <laughs> Ivan is the man we'll get into him in his hometown in a little bit but yeah i agree with you there did you see this thing about noah and i think this maybe changed which i have a little bit later but noah i guess is a travel nurse and has been mm -hmm. going around to different covid icu floors yeah i mean yeah that's that, incredible that's incredible and that's not like you couldn't whatever say bennett had a talent that could lend to doing greater good for those struggling with COVID, which he doesn't because he's like mm -hmm. a wealth manager or whatever. He would never yeah. do that shit. So right yeah. then and there, exactly. Noah is like clearly an outstanding citizen. Yeah. And I think Bennett is just jealous in general of like the young, attractive men who have like charisma because <laughs> he was like going after, well, not so much now because he went home and like chasing, but like uh, during the show, like he was kind of taking jabs at Chasen and like, then he was taking jobs at Noah and was saying that they're like calling him young Noah, yeah. like to his face. I'm like, something's wrong there. So I think part of it was like, Bennett's just jealous of just that they're successful in a different way. And I think Bennett probably, I think people also forget that like, he was saying like, Noah, you asked me how to spell privilege, but like Bennett went on that date and like, couldn't spell limousine and like couldn't add correctly like very basic things when he's a wealth manager i just like it just doesn't make sense to me what a uh, girl in bachelor nation could you see bennett with like in a paradise or something like, oh my who's god gonna go after him i know it's tough they're gonna put him on there and i feel like he's gonna be <laughs> i feel like he's gonna be like cam from Paradise, where Cam was just going around to different women being like, will you please give me your rose? And then like him and Kaylin awkwardly kissed. And like the, what is it called? Like the bungalow thing that they were like yeah. sitting on. And I feel like that's gonna be more of Bennett's vibe. I hope that no woman ends up with him on Paradise. Well, I th you're getting at something. I think he's gonna be a hot commodity the first couple of days of Paradise because he's like, Oh, hot, kind of weird, funny, great job. Yeah. Line. And then he's going to open his mouth and people are going to be like, Ew. yeah. Oh, you're and that then, guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I could see like one of the, uh, the blonde hair twins getting with him and being attracted. Oh, from like forever ago. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Emily? Yeah. The one that did not just get engaged. Yeah. I think one. Emily just got engaged. I don't know what the other, I forgot what her name is. Oops. It's all right. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get into so that was the wrap on Monday night. Interest? Cool. Uh, no, that's a joke. That was the end of the first night. We got to get into mental law. Um, okay. Again, if you're just tuning, Jody High Roller at Jody dot High dot Roller, a longtime Rose Batch, and she's joining us tonight. Um, okay, so mental law. I have a huge issue with the intro, Jody. They tried to trick us, so we would think it was the La Quinta, mm -hmm. right, with the outside shots. Yep. And we know it was shot at Neiman Cockle or Neiman Cocoloma, whatever the fuck it's called. 
<laughs> in Pittsburgh, and it looked like the funeral home. Like it looked like they were in a funeral home. Yeah, I didn't. Also, I like don't understand the spacing of it all because some people were sitting very close together. Some people were at least six feet apart. No one had a mask on, but then like the man who walks out carrying the tray had a mask on. So I was just very confused about the dynamic of it all. They should have done like a semicircle with like two rows and spaced everybody out. Cause it was just like awkward of how where everybody was looking and like no one was put in the hop seat except for Riley when like Chris Harrison was like join us up here and then Riley like walked up and sat up there it was just all very strange to me it was strange they also could have baked in like crowd noise like they didn't yeah, have to make it so awkward exactly exactly because I watched I know this is off but I was watching Dancing with the Stars mm-hmm. and they used like crowd noises and I would forget that like crowds weren't there Yes, but then like in this, yeah, exactly. So it's like Chris Harrison's like, "Hi, this is very different because it's COVID," and then it's just like you could hear a pen drop, and I'm like, "Okay, you could." They have production, like you, you can do this. (laughs) Uh, Part of me wants to believe that like they wanted it to be awkward, right? No, I definitely feel that, which I don't understand why. It was hands down the worst men tell all or women tell all. I just wasn't juicy. Uh, yeah. It was awkward. There was no f- fans. The only thing we got towards the end of the night was how much of a douchebag Yosef is. Oh, my God. But I just think overall it was just like a weird vibe. A lot of people were asking where was Chasen. Chasen put on Instagram today that he was sick, so I guess per the rules. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And you're using I don't, air quotes. Yeah, I'm using air quotes. I don't think – so Chasen, Dr. Joe, and Easy weren't there. Where the fuck was Dr. Joe? I forgot about that. I'm um, probably handling a pandemic where sure. other bachelor probably like they don't think it exists because they, then they went to a different location to film. I just like don't understand the logistics of it all because then Chris Harrison went to send his kid to college and then comes back and it's like, I made it back. And then like, did you do anything? Because he came back like a couple of days later. It was it's just all very strange to me. I think it's one of those things where, and I may be speaking from personal experience, where it was like, okay, in the beginning of the summer when they did this, they took it very serious. Everyone quarantined for 14 Mm -hmm. days. And then the show's sort of going on. Like, yeah, Chris, you want to go away? You only have to quarantine for like two days. JoJo, you want to come in? Like, I think it just got a little looser with the rules. Yeah, because you can even tell with how how the dates and previews are versus this season, Claritasia versus matt james like Mm -hmm. how different the dates are like you had claire and jason throwing rocks and then burning her dress with juan pablo and then you have matt james and these women like frolicking through the snow in a hot tub so i'm just i think that's definitely it where like towards the beginning no one really knew what to do so it was just like just stay at the hotel and now it's like okay there's more like restriction or like less restrictions and more leeway to do things so i think that's where they are now but the mental all setup was just was just very bizarre to me and i don't know why they wouldn't think that we don't know that right that it wasn't filmed at la quinta and why why yeah I mean, it's not a big deal right it's not a big deal just say like oh this is where we're filming the bachelor we got everybody here like make it seem like that that was my issue okay that's right my issue. like yeah they're trying to trick us <laughs> 
Right. It's like, we know where you are. <laughs> yeah. It's like when the office would shoot scenes from Scranton. It's like, we know you shoot this in Los Angeles. You're not fi- yeah, fooling Yeah. It's like, on. I know where you are. <laughs> but um, MVP of the night. Who do you think I'm going to say? MVP of Mental Law. My favorite character of Mental Law. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know. I could see you going very different ways. I could see you saying Kenny. Just because Kenny, like, was going guns a-blazing everywhere. Um, I want to hear you finish MVP? this. It was there, you said I can go anyway. Was there another person? But then I think you could also go like Riley, where it was very just like straight into the point. Or you could Good. go with Demar, who was like calling it out, but also straight to the point. So you could, I feel like you could go any direction. I appreciate that. Keeping keeping you Rose Betches on her toes. Uh, <laughs> there's one answer. It's Kenny, MVP of the night, boy band Kenny. That was my game in hot. Yes, he did. He really did. He called, but I'm confused because he was on Bennett's side in the yeah. Ben and situation, which I didn't like, but I feel like this is probably what happened to boy band Kenny. He's probably getting made a fun of a lot because <laughs> of the boy band situation. Right. It aired. He's like, shit, I got to like get my bad boy <laughs> no, persona literally. back. And now just started going at everyone. Yeah, and I think part of that was probably also the producers. Like, we're going to put you behind Bennett, and everyone on this side has to be on Bennett's side, and everyone on this side has to be on Noah's so you can argue across Chris Harrison. Yeah. And then Chris Harrison's at, like, the end of the table, and it's like, kids, stop! And, like, trying to shuffle everybody to the side. I mean, we'll get into it in a little bit. As you know, we have a segment on it. Kenny's outfit that night. I mean... Oh, my we, God. Like, <laughs> I just don't know... I literally don't know what he was wearing. I don't know either. I couldn't see it. Must be a boy band thing. I mean, there was some the the One Direction line from Noah. That was amazing. <laughs> iconic. That was yeah. iconic. When I tell you, I like screamed when he said that. I screamed. It was very yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I also do like before we get into the uh, douchebag Yosef situation. I did like that they kind of replayed and we got to relive the Ed going to Chris Harrison room. Have wine with Chris Harrison. <laughs> I enjoyed that. So good. Because I heard on Bachelor Happy Hour, they were talk- Rachel Lindsay was talking about how all the guys are like obsessed with Chris Harrison. <laughs> so it was funny, like watching Ed's face. Like he probably did think the producers were taking him to Tasha, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because his eyes like lit up and he was like, hey. And I'm happy that we saw more from that where it was like, they were actually enjoying each other. Like, even though that was definitely produced as well, it was like really funny. So I'm glad that we got to see what was actually happening. That's good insight on like the men loving Chris Harrison. My, my, I think he's probably loved because he's like funny. Um, and I think like he loves golf. I think he's just like a guy and you're, a, mm-hmm. you're in this environment, not surrounded by a bunch of guys like you know what i mean right he's just like a dude that like you could chill and hang out with and i think they that's why they like chris harrison and he's like who'd i have on the show when matt donald was like dude it's chris harrison like people know who he is like you know i mean it's not like brad pitt but like people do love him and i think especially now they're probably spending way more time with him than like any other season because you can only go to that pool five feet away from your door so much yeah so they're probably spending a lot of time with him because their faces literally light up when he walks in the room. Like it's true. Like that first night they saw Tasha, it's equivalent when they see Chris Harrison. Like it's just they love him. Yep, you're spot on. Someone who doesn't love Chris Harrison, uh, Yosef. Oh my god. 
Go ahead. <laughs> I just, my jaw was on the floor. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe, I just couldn't believe that. I mean, grand scheme, I could believe it because of how he was talking to her that night. But the fact that he had that whole platform to be like, apologize and he just didn't. And then he said, which was the worst part that if his daughter acted like that, he hoped someone would call her out. And I was like, oh my gosh. I like, I couldn't believe that. I was so disgusted. So I think a lot of people feel the way you do, right? Because that is, there was only one way to feel in this situation, right? Yeah. But I want to meet someone because he was married and has a daughter. So someone clearly had feelings for him. Uh, I doubt it was just like a one night stand situation, which would be wild, actually, if it was given Mm -hmm. how much of a dickhead he is. But I want to meet there's, you know, I always say this. I think in this world, in in our country, I think there's most people think the way they think for good. Um, Of course, there's evil people out there, but like the every run of the American, I think the way they think and their personal belief system is generally what they think is for a good reason. I don't think a lot of Go ahead. I think Yosef, like, apparently the night that he, like, called out, called out, quote, in his mm-hmm. mind, Claire, he was, that night was, like, celebrating with drinks with all these friends and, like, these women. So it was, like, he genuinely thinks that, like, I showed her, like, blah, blah. And also, like, yeah. Claire scripted that whole thing of, like, yes. what she said. So all of that was, it was, that was just wild. <laughs> That whole scenario with Claire. That was so tough, she, yeah. I also don't know if like they put Yosef in that position for him to do that so she could relive like her. I do not want you to be the father of my children. Like live that again, but I would like to think that they wouldn't do that. But then they like edited her to be the villain of her own season. So <laughs> I don't wouldn't I put anything past that. I needed um, Claire and Dale at Mental. Honestly, I'm kind of glad they weren't. Because I feel the past couple of times that, well, they came during, was it the episode, like in the middle of it, they cut through that. So that took like an hour, not really an hour, but probably like 20 minutes of an episode after they already left. So I kind of wanted it to just be about Tasha and Tasha's season of men. So I like that they weren't That's there fair. and they're, I mean, they're loving life with TikToks and Instagram followers and all sorts of things. So, I mean, I I feel like it would have been fine if they were there, but I, I like the fact that it was just like Tasha's night rather than combining their seasons for like another time. That's a fair take. I respect that. What did you think of Chris Harrison kind of breaking character and like telling Yosef, sorry, I'm back to Yosef, like, yeah. hey man, I'm trying to help you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think- Chris Harrison had a funny tweet. You could lead a horse to water, but you can't make him to drink it or some whatever that saying is like, yeah, it was funny. It was funny because he was like this one time I'm going to do the right thing. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. It was just very like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, he led him to it and he was just like, no, but I also feel like if he apologized, he would have been on paradise for sure. Like, right. And I just, can't with Yosef and he's like calling out Claire with people being naked and that he's has like pictures of him on Instagram in underwear like modeling in his underwear it's like I can't catch a break with this I dude. wish they would have also and knowing what we know like the show only wants to talk about what happens on the show I wish they would have asked him about 
the whole TikTok girl going viral. Yes. Thing. Oh my god, I watched that like four times. I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> that would have been juicy. Very juicy. Um, and then the last part of the Monday night episode bloopers were just weak. I mean, they were fun. Yeah. And they were great, but they were weak. Yeah, I feel like one of the things that frustrated me with it though, because the guys don't seem like they dislike Claire. Like whenever they showed all the funny things with Claire, I was laughing at those and I thought those were great. And they were like all smiles and all laughing. Mm -hmm. So I hate for her. I mean, I don't like her at all, but I hate for her that they made her the villain because I would have really liked to see the men enjoy Claire because it just looked like they all hated her. But then seeing that kind of stuff that looked like she had a personality, I was like, okay, well that's annoying. That just proved that that was all production and produced too. Jody, great insight. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. Um, all right, let's move on to Tuesday night hometowns or fake hometowns. Or fake, hometowns. fake hometowns. Fake um, hometowns. All right, let's, you know, it was tough. I, I didn't find this. I think there were a couple parts of Tuesday night's episode that was good. I think mm -hmm. collectively as a whole, I struggled with it. Um, just in general, I mean, it didn't have all the natural hometown punch that our normal ones do, but I think they did the best they could starting right. with Brendan. Mm -hmm. Well, let's get your thoughts on Brendan, Jody. I, at first I couldn't really figure him out. I think because he was more reserved and quiet and that's all we were seeing. And then he started to throughout the season has like opened up out of his shell and especially tonight. So I really like him. And I think like Tasha said that they have a really good foundation that they could build on. So I feel like she sees that in him and they both have been divorced. So they know that like, they're both taking this seriously. So I really like Brendan. That is, uh, the only connection they have is that they were divorced. <laughs> That's my take. You don't think they have any other connection besides that? Dude, I, I can't keep repeating myself week after week, but week after week, he doesn't help me out. It's like, yeah, I'm just trying to see what That's it is fair. about the guy. There's just him and Ben. There's just something that like, I, maybe it like I personally would struggle to like connect with these guys or think that they're like real. Like, I don't want to use the word real, but there's just, I don't know. They don't seem like chill guys. They, there's something off with them. They're I see very what you're chill. saying. Yeah. They're I just, see what you're saying this, especially this past episode when like Ben, couldn't really form his feelings into words. <laughs> I feel like sometimes that's with Brendan because he's very soft-spoken. So I feel like that's the same for them. But yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to Ben later. But yeah, Brendan, I'm I really do like him. And she like ran and jumped and hugged and kissed every single person. Oh, so yeah. she koaled them and was just like mine. And she was Big very time. giddy with everyone. Yeah. The koala is back, baby. <laughs> Ain't no COVID with the koala bears, even though STDs run rampant in koala bears. You guys know that. Uh, she was running and jumping and swinging those legs like there were yes. no tomorrow. And you go, Tasha. Literally. Carnival with Brendan was incredible. Yes, that was so cute. That was so cute. I also thought it was funny when Aaliyah, his cousin, or um, his niece started running down the sidewalk and then Tasha just was like swoop and then got the first hug. She was like, sorry. <laughs> it was, it was amazing. I loved it. It was How so How do you sweet. think that girl was like 10 or like, I think, 30? I think, I don't know if they put her age in the, the title, but I think she was probably like 10. 
Mm. Perfect carnival age. 10. Oh, that was that was so cute. All old games. That was perfect. I would love that date. I would I would love that date right now. What is your go to carnival? Like, do you have like a? Oh, if I'm going to the carnival, I'm winning this. Do you guys have carnivals in Charleston? Is that like a? Big we have question? like no, that's not a dumb question. We have like a state fair, oh, and then there's like county Iowa. fairs and stuff. <laughs> so I mean, there's like once a year, like in the fall, there's one. Um, like 40 minutes from me and then there's one in columbia too that's like the state fair um mm. so there's not like a random pop-up like every weekend in Charleston. <laughs> mm. but yeah i thought it was a really fun date it was they were like all laughing and dancing and just having a good time yeah the uh an issue i mean i felt like i was watching paradise again because the sweat was out of control oh my gosh <laughs> and even inside i'm like they don't have air conditioning at la quinta Right. Like what is what is going on? I mean, I know it's yeah. like 8000 degrees out there. So I just don't understand why they can't make more dates inside or like felt, find some sort of way to do that. Right. I did felt a lot of people were saying Zach C had the sweating situation. I felt worse for Brendan. I thought his sweat. He was uh, dying with the handshake yeah, he was, and then the carnival. He was not well. <laughs> oh. And I think with his shirt, too. I can't remember yeah. what. Zach was wearing but he had like Brendan had like a bright like light pink shirt on and yeah. like that will show anything yeah it didn't help the shirt color we know who we needed the fake doctor from paradise that runs out with the jacket <laughs> that he got at like AC Moore and yes. the scope from yes like Toys R Us that's who we oh needed my God. to save the day really um I also want to know what went into like what family members I don't know if it was COVID or budget or like yeah. I, I want to know, like, why some family members came and did it. Reason, his brother and sister-in-law, and I understand the father's deceased, but mom? What's the mom's? Do we know the mom's situation? I don't think we know the mom's situation. I didn't hear anything. Um, I just heard that his brother, his wife, and then their daughter. So Bro I don't know if there was a wife situation or a mom situation. I don't know what that is. Uh, speaking of, it would have been iconic if the ex-wife showed up. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's your family. And she just, yeah. like, walks in and she's like, here I am. That would be great. <laughs> the, uh, the brother, I very identical in the face. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could, like, if you just line them up, you could tell who was the brother. I'm also wondering how they, like, did they bring in the top, like, eight families and then right. quarantine them all? Or did they... No. You know yeah. that answer. Come on. I know. I, mean, I just like the... would like to think that they would do the right thing, but at this point, I just like they're just like here's one rapid test. It might be positive. We don't know. Let's go on the show. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not sure, but oh, I hope they take some precautions. But I, I, I mean, who am I to say? Right. We'll see. The um, we'll move on to Zaxi, but I will say the my favorite activity was definitely the carnival. Like, that was oh, really well done. Yes, that really was well so done. fun. That was so fun. Uh, Zach C., all right, another huge issue. Great koala. You go, Tasha. Mm -hmm. um, Zach C. is from a Philadelphia suburb. So why are they saying, like, does he live in New York now? Why do we do the New York theme? Like, this is a big issue I have. Oh, yeah, I, ha I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I have no idea. He's from South Jersey, which is Philadelphia's in between two rivers. You're on the east side. You're on the west side. He is did from he, the south side. Did he grow up there or live there at any point? 
I, that's what I'm assuming. I don't think yeah. we just did it. I'm, right. But like his his um ABC bio says Haddonfield, New Jersey, which is South Jersey, not New York. Um, but, so I, again, there's like a di- we don't. Why are we doing? We as an audience don't know he's from New York, and I could be very wrong. You right. guys, t- I'm sure you guys will be all over me on the DMs if I'm very wrong. Like, <laughs> dude, they talked about it, but that was a huge issue. Also, big issue, Jody. Don't know if you realize this. Tasha hailing the cabs was <laughs> Tasha hailing Hitler. Oh my god, no, I did not pay attention to that. I was just the, laughing because I thought like it was funny. It was like trying to be oh, from no. a rom com, but every time she did it, it was the hail Hitlers, and obviously she wasn't. I all right, Rose Betches, don't get on me. I can see you right now typing on your freaking phones. <laughs> oh, you you think ta- no this the the way she actioned towards. The cab, A, is not how you hail a cab in New York, one, A. <laughs> Two, it was a little, it was dicey. I do think you really people, go, taxi? Is that how you no, do it? You just, you like walk up. It's actually kind of dangerous. You literally just like walk up to and like kind of get hit. But now they got Ubers and everything. The taxi game in New York does not fuck around, folks. Oh, wow. Does not. Yeah, I've so, never been to New York and that scares me. So Never been to New York. I've never been to New York. I would like to go one day, but no, I, yeah, taxi cab goes over my head. Like how all of that works and you just like running into the street and getting one. I'm just like, my extent of that is watching like movies where they're like taxi and it just like comes up to you like 13 going on 30 and it just comes (laughs) up to you. And then like she goes off in it. Like that's my extent of New York in my head. (laughs) Yeah. With Zach, they, they're just like so obsessed with each other and the sexual chemistry between them is astronomical sure and i it doesn't make sense to me but it's there so i knew just by like before this date i was like he's definitely going to fantasy suites oh yeah for sure because they're just like so attracted to each other especially knew that in the hot tub like a couple weeks ago when they were just like staring at each other and then she would like have to look away because like it was just like so strong i was like okay they're they're gonna fall in love so i don't Two parts. Two parts to add on to that sexual yeah. chemistry was one, the fountain of youth or whatever the hell that they were making out in the fountain today. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Who does that? <laughs> Isn't that bad luck? Or did I make that up? I'm like jumping fine in if a fountain. You made it up. <laughs> I never heard that. I don't know because I know I'm... like I, in college it was like you don't jump in the fountain until like after you graduate, but like I don't know if that's like. A bad luck thing i just don't really see a lot of people just like diving in and especially making out and i feel like if they didn't get covid from like other people they probably got it from that fountain because that was probably disgusting that's a good point <laughs> that i don't know about the the bad luck thing well, well i i know i i'm sure that's like a college yeah, i need thing. to look that up because yeah. i i just saw that and i was like oh god is that bad luck i don't know why i thought that but you're I mean. very you're very good at um just selling things and you shouldn't second guess it because i'm believing everything you're saying fair okay i take it back <laughs> Uh, the other sexual chemistry part at the nighttime when they made out on the bench, that was like, do you remember that? Like he like grabbed their chin on the bench and it was like a sensual makeout. Oh yes. I was like, oh my God. It right. was just, it like, just a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> and I just, I need ABC to stop putting the camera in their mouth while they're making out. I feel like those are just 
accidental like quick zoom in and like that's the only shot they got i don't or like they're trying to zoom out and they go in and they're like oh god yes, <laughs> like yes. trying to zoom out. it just i just no one wants to see uh-uh. like their tongue like no uh-huh. one wants to see, i like i hate kissing noises especially when it's super loud and i can hear it through the tv and then you add on top like i'm looking at someone's mom i just can't do it yeah i'm with you uh what do you think of zach's family Beatrice. Beatrice. Let me tell you about Beatrice. That moment between Zach and Beatrice was beautiful. That woman never saw a Botox that she didn't like. I mean, <laughs> God bless her. She's had some work done. Oh, that was the first thing you saw? They literally walked in. And I was like, they need aloe and don't know what sunscreen is. So they... <laughs> we have different. We The redness. Yes. But it. she looked like bronze and like sun-kissed. While they looked sunburnt, and I was like, they're just quarantining and having vacation. That's so where my head went. Yeah, you're a nice Southern gal. I'll tell you <laughs> what it really reminded me of. It reminded me of an old Irish family that has a severe drinking problem, and their face gets all flush red from drinking so much. That's... Oh, yeah, that's not where I went. <laughs> but it, it could have been the sun of California <laughs> or the raging thousand degree heat. Right, right. <laughs> so that, uh, but, but yeah, it was right. super sweet. I just it like the questions that both the parents asked and um, the brother, it was just all super sweet and they really liked her. And I really thought it was special how they said that they never seen him smile like that and had it in a long time. And for a minute, I forgot his story and his past. And then he said like to his mom, he was like, I wouldn't be alive right now if it weren't for y'all. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I forgot that that was his past and like his parents really did rescue him from that. So I thought that was really special. And I, I'm giving props to the producers for like, they're including a lot of stuff that they wouldn't have last year or previous seasons or ever have. Um, so, I mean, it's about time, but I'm glad for even like little snippets like that they're including. What did you think of the brother's question to Tasha? Oh, the one where he was kind of like, you didn't answer my question. Yes. Oh my God. My stomach dropped. I was like, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I think, I mean, I think every question like that was asked tonight from all the families, I thought they were all valid questions. There wasn't one where I was like, Oh God, why did they not ask that? But I think especially with his past, it was important for his brother to like, look out for him and be the protective brother of like, in comparison, like, what do you think? And obviously she can't answer that because of like the show. But I mean, I thought it was a good question and I think her eyes got really big too because they probably give the lead like specific answers of like, this is how you have to answer this question. So she was probably like, I want to say more because I'm in love with him, but I can't. Yeah. Like she's head over heels for him. It's You can just see it. It's 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 very obvious. Yeah, for um, sure. The last thing about Zach, then we'll move on to Ivan. Uh, Zach's dad... I thought looked like a stereotypical old rich white man that's like crushing yinglings at the country club after 18 holes and just like that's that's the, <laughs> you know I know one too many of those dads and that with the flush face and like oh I'm on this TV show I don't really know what's going on but then <laughs> I say all that in jest because like we do know the dad saved his life so like clearly yeah. a great dad the, the last Zach C thing I don't know if you saw he put on Instagram today that. He went back to like the bank. Did you see this? Oh no, I didn't look at his Instagram. He went, guys, go look at his Instagram. It was very heartfelt. I guess the bank that he went to 
when he tried to steal money from like his dad, he tried to steal his dad's checks and go cash him. And mm-hmm. the lady called yeah. his dad. He went back to that bank today and found the teller after like 10 years and like had a whole moment with her. Oh yeah. I need to go look at that after this. Yeah, it was good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, another thing about Zach, I wrote down like what she said. I, like at the end she was like, there's zero hesitation with him. And I was like, Oh God. And she was using the words like easy and natural. And then with Brendan, she was like, it's game over right now. And, but I don't know if the way the order that they showed them was the order that it was actually filmed. Cause That's usually funny. when they fly around, you can tell like where they went because you think like they're not going to go from South Carolina all the way to Washington state and then back yeah. to New York. So it's like, you can kind of do like map that out, but now we have really no idea. So I don't know if the game over was like, the first date of like, oh yeah. Or it was at the end where she was like, this is it. This is him. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a good, that Jody coming in hot. Jody, Jody is coming in hot. Um, Ivan, <laughs> here's, here's my take on poor Ivan. I think she's going to break his little heart. Oh my God. <laughs> I love him so much. Love my, him. Um, sister, we have like a giant group message of people and we have a bracket. And she made brackets and we all filled out brackets and we each put in like five bucks and the winner at the end gets all the pool of money. It's like we're gambling with the bachelor. Um, And I have Ivan winning the bracket. I love him so much, but I don't think I wish I thought she was going to send him home tonight, but then Ben didn't like, I know we'll get into it, but Ben didn't say, I love you. And I was like, Thank God, because I've been staying. <laughs> I, I was like, he he threw it away then. If Ben wasn't such a bitch and actually said, I love you, uh, yeah. you're right. I think Ivan would have went home. Yeah. And also the music. Like, I can hear, like, I listened for the music, and with Zach and Brendan was very happy. Mm-hmm. Ben would, was very happy, and Ivan was like, do, 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 do. Like, it was yeah. just very dark. And I know you know this. I'm glad you bring it up. Like, the music changes the game with this yeah. show. Yeah. Like, exactly. you're right. The music, that moment between Ben and Taisha, maybe was not, maybe it was, maybe it was not that awkward. Music made it awkward. Exactly. Yeah. The music is a big tell. I always listen for it because I can like look back and see other seasons. Cause what I'm like, I started with Colton season all the way through, but now I'm just like going backwards out of order and <laughs> just like watching, like binging other seasons. And the music is just like so telling all throughout Bachelor history. Yeah. The uh, Ivan's mom is like classic skeptical mom. The dad is an actual absolute angel. Oh, the my brother God. walking in. I that mean. was incredible. My, I was like tearing up. It was I didn't I really didn't think that he was going to show up. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Did you think he was going to walk through? I think. Wh- why do they? I know we know this answer, but like. I think my issue with it was why did we hold him back? Like he should have just been with the mom and dad. And I know now, you know what I mean? Like it was, yeah, it was I a surprise. It was a surprise. And I'm mm-hmm. sure they're like, Oh, I wish my brother was here. And they're like, all right, Johnny go in. It was like in Rudy when like, all right, intern, Rudy intern, in. intern, open the door, open the door, open the door. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I thought it was sweet and it was a good TV moment. But like, if I'm Ivan, like, you know, how long do you think the mom and dad were there for two hours before? Like, he could have had two more hours with his brother, you know? That's exactly what I said. I was like, so did he walk in? It was like, okay, good night, everybody. Like, have a good, like, I would like to think that it was, like, five minutes, and they just edited it like that, like, where they had the other conversations, and then the brother came. 
So maybe that was like an editing thing, but and I don't like, know. And the conversation he had with Tasha was incredible. Oh my gosh, yeah. The whole the whole thing was just absolutely really. perfect. Which, Which again just is just sad now when she breaks his little little heart. Oh my god, but she can't. She's not allowed to. <laughs> I mean, I know she's allowed to, but Jody, that guy ain't winning and that guy's heart is getting broken. I know. I I know. I think I do know that like deep down, but my <laughs> I know in my head right now that like it's not working out, but my heart is like Ivan I've been, I'm patting my chest. I'm like, I mean, it's my heartbeat. I just love him so much. But I mean, he's definitely going to get his heart broken. But I don't yeah. want him to. And you can also tell, like, I was talking about this tonight, where with the social media game and, like, what's going on, like, Ivan and Zach and Brendan haven't really been on social media, but Ben's been, like, blowing up. So you can kind of tell, like, who the top people are by like mm. how much they're being active and like who's verified and stuff like that on Instagram. That's like, very interesting. Yeah. Cause I mean, you have to reach out to be verified. So oh. it's like, I mean, to my knowledge, someone, someone please correct me, but I think I'm pretty sure you have to reach out to be verified. So it's like, you can look and see who is verified and that's kind of also telling, but it's like, I don't think the top three or top four are, mm. so it's kind of like, okay, that's that's kind of refreshing. Yeah. But I think if the sure. bachelor in general wants to avoid any sort of spoiler like that, they're going to have to take their phones literally until they get voted off. Yeah. Cuz it's like point. it's it's so dumb. <laughs> Cuz it it's like dumb. people can just figure that out of like oh they were here then and all this kind of stuff. So that's why like during covid like besides Claire and Dale like we knew that. But and then we saw Tasha there and everything. But I mean you, no one had their phones, but it's like the use of social media while it's airing, definitely just like you can tell who's getting further along because then they probably have like some press people being like, okay, don't, don't talk, like don't right. respond to it. Whereas some people that get voted off are like, hey, like Dr. Joe's out here responding to people being like, what's going on? Yeah. Where, yeah. So, I mean, I think it just Sweet depends. angel. Just I know. Alrighty, my beautiful Rose Betches, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You know I love Audible, you know I love reading, I never have time to sit down and read, so I take it with me. Do I have a deal for you, beautiful Rose Betches? Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash rosebuds. That's audibletrial.com slash rosebuds. Choose from over 180,000 titles on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Um, I just finished Cassie David's book, who is Larry David's um, daughter. Very funny. Uh, extremely hilarious. So I finished that. And I actually just started Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. And I'm really loving it because it's in the voice of Matthew McConaughey. And imagine him talking to you. You can have that in your ears. It's phenomenal. Use that for your free, free book. Audio, uh, again, audibletrial.com slash rosebuds audibletrial.com slash rosebuds last guy ben oh. so i've actually been to venice beach i was pumped about this because the last play well not anymore because i was in florida but the <laughs> literally the day the country was shut down i was in venice beach oh wow did it look home. like that did it look like a quinta <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I saw Ben there in rollerblades. And I was like, oh, my God, in four months, you're going to be on a TV show. So I was pumped about it. I thought it was cute, the rollerblading, the pool making out. Um, 
probably the worst of the daytime dates. Unfortunately, just didn't deliver for me. Yeah. Um, I like don't really know where they're getting all of this stuff. Like our producers going out and buying it or like literally my first thought was when they got to like, we don't have a hat for this day. I was like, they just moved stuff from the hotel gift shop and like put it out on the sidewalk and was like, here are your hats. Like, I'm pretty sure if we watched it back and like zoomed in, you could probably see like La Quinta on like a mug or like a hat or something like that. That's a phenomenal take. I thought it was just like an into like, oh, quick, let me Amazon Prime like 20 hats like that. I mean, maybe I that was it, too. But I'm kind of like, what all are they doing? Right. Yeah, it was it's weird. Just such, it's such a strange time to film a reality TV show. <laughs> it's nuts. It's amazing, but it's nuts. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of people at night, I don't know if you are into this, but one of the ladies was a famous celebrity chef, Antonia. Yes. People love or hate her. I didn't know she was controversial. Um, oh, I didn't know that either. I know she was on Top Chef. She was on Chopped. She's been on yeah. all these restaurant shows. She was good. I liked her good personality. Yeah, I liked uh, her I, too. I don't, I don't know shit about her. You could tell. You know, it's funny. I think you could tell of all the relationships tonight, of all the guys and gals. Theirs was like, I was into them. Like, you could tell they're very close. They're clearly friends. Yes, you know I, mean? I agree. Yeah, they're very in sync and like, um, like we're, we're just really good at communicating and like knew each other super well. So they could like go back and forth and like they both were on the same page because that's then like he or she pushed him and was like you love her and he was like I don't know and she was like no you do and he was like yeah I'm in love with her but then he couldn't tell Tasha. so all right hold on one more thing oh so, sorry we, that, we have to talk about that but the I needed more I mean, of course we didn't see it I'm sure they did like the sister saved his life right yeah and we got nothing Right. I know. I thought that was kind of bizarre, too. Like, we got a little bit of her, and you could see how much he loved her. But it wasn't, like, that we just really didn't see that much. So I don't know if they just didn't air certain things. But also, like, some of the stuff that he talked about during the show, he said that she doesn't know. So it and was like, well, now she'll know because it's on television. So Always my favorite. I've never said this to yeah. anyone. It's like, dude, come on. It's like, well, you told a producer probably like five days ago, and then now you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, I wish we saw more of her, too, because of the impact that he says that she had on him. Like, I wish we saw more of their conversation. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Um, all right. Now let's unpack this, like, Ben not being able to say I love you thing. Yeah. I got I to gotta figure out why. Um, because like he clearly was in love with her mm -hmm. and this is I'm genuinely asking for you to be like dude this is the reason why like he has no problem talking about it with the chef lady he had no problem talking about it in the ITM with a producer he like doesn't know right what is holding him back from saying I love you is it fear of rejection is it something that happened in his past is it like what yeah I don't I'm not exactly sure. Part of what I can think of is probably a mix of fear of rejection and then probably his past of just like not really sure how to be vulnerable, trying to say the right words, but doesn't like needs to like tiptoe into certain things and like is trying to be sensitive, but also protective of himself. So I think he just doesn't know how to communicate that to important people where like, that's a big step for him to be like, I'm in love with you. But he can tell like Antonia who he's like super close with. But like to say that would put him in another really vulnerable spot. 
mm-hmm. to be like, I'm in love with you. And it's not like solidified because she can't say like, I love you too. I mean, she could, but yeah. she's obviously not going to. And I think he just like, that was definitely where he choked and he would still be here for sure. If he said that, because she was like, I sent you home because we weren't on the same page. And he's mm-hmm. like, but I was, and then you even saw like his eyes in the car were like super big and he looked like a deer in headlights and was like, what did I just do? So I'm like, Oh yeah. God. Yeah, it was tough. The, yeah. um, what did you think? I actually didn't agree with Tasha when she sent him home. Well, not that, but I mean, when she was like, like pissed at his lack of reaction in my eyes, I'm like, bitch, you just sent him home. He doesn't owe you anything. I kind of, I kind of see how she was disappointed. I, if she was mad at him, then I don't agree with it. But I see that she was a little like disappointed because he couldn't even like, like give her anything. But where like Riley was on to, like, talk through with it. He was clearly so distraught that he couldn't say anything. He was about to have a freaking mental breakdown. And if Tasha couldn't realize that, that's on her. <laughs> It's not like he didn't care. He clearly cared. He is crumb. She even said, I spent a lot of time and energy trying to pull things out of Ben. He clearly, sh- like, and she's like, oh, don't shut down on me. It's like, bitch, like, he's about to have a mental breakdown, <laughs> and you are like, yeah. oh, I'm pissed. I don't know. I- she's That's a smart fair. girl. That's fair. I under- I respect that. Yeah. Because, I mean, she he did shut down, but also, like, I don't if how it was edited together, too, like, I don't know if she maybe asked him more questions and he didn't say anything. And that's why she was disappointed or what we saw was actually what happened. And there were just no words. And she was like, okay, bye. I think she also was expecting him to like break down and sob like she did when she sent Blake home. But the fact that he didn't and was so stunned, she was probably also mad and like upset with him that he didn't have more of a reaction besides just being stunned. Like, she probably wanted him to cry, but he said earlier that he, like, doesn't cry. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know what she was expecting the reaction to be, so that maybe could be part of it, too, where she, like, had these standards and he, like, didn't do it. That's fair. That's fair. That's a good point. Let's do a quick um, segment, best dress, worst dress. I have a lot to talk about, and, you know, you're going to tell me if I'm wrong or not. So. All right, her shoes, this is just a quick comment. Her shoes, yeah. we're, we're going to dig back now. We're in Monday night. Her shoes, okay. Monday night rose ceremony. I like them because they were, like, sparkly, but they also had this, like, ankle thing. Like, you know how when girls wear high, you know when you guys wear high heels, like, <laughs> I just feel like you could break your ankle at any minute. There was, like, a little strap around her high high ankle that I felt support for. So I Oh, yeah, L- the extra, extra support. Uh, okay, however, her Monday Night Rose Ceremony dress looked like something my grandma or an old Asian lady would wear. It was like a weird, <laughs> like, I don't know what that was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't one of my favorites, but one of my favorites was from tonight. But you can keep going with your list. <laughs> Lots of men with the naked ankles. What are your thoughts on the naked ankle with the man? I think... I think it can be pulled off for certain people. I feel like if the pants are too high, then it's just like a no go. Does that make, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if it's at their kneecaps, so if they're wearing shorts. Yeah. If they're wearing shorts. (laughs) I mean, fair. Yeah. But I'm, if they're just like too tall and it's too high and because then it doesn't, doesn't look like pants, but then like khaki is just, 
all sorts of things. I, I, again, I'm tr- I'm not saying I'm this Mr. Style because I'm clearly not. But when did this start? Has this all has this naked ankle always been a thing? I think it's been a thing, like in certain areas. Like I've seen it more being in Charleston. Like that's that what like I didn't see that, and I was like, oh, that's weird to me because people mm. do that here. So okay. I was like, okay, like that's like, but I would understand like if you never see that, you're like, okay, where did where did their socks go and where did the bottom of their pants go? Correct. That makes sense, yeah. Which I totally understand that thought process. So, <laughs> um, Kenny's mental all. So we kind of talked about this. <laughs> it was a suit, or was it like a jumpsuit? I want to say a jumpsuit. I have no idea. It was very confusing. I feel like that's something like, don't take, don't, guys, don't take this the wrong way. It's like when people are like, it's art. Like he's wearing art. It's like, bitch, I don't know what that is. Is it a <laughs> sweatshirt? Like, I need to explain it. Yes. Is and it also, like... this was like way too casual. But I feel like this whole season, all of their outfits have been very casual. But, but here's where I'm saying, was it casual? Like, was that a suit? Was that like a boy band manager suit? Good point. I have no idea. But like Noah clearly did not like it. No. <laughs> With his One like Direction it. boy band manager camo outfit. He did not, not like really. that very much. Uh, Tasha's men tell all silver dress. Not flattering on her whatsoever. Yeah, Tasha, I, I liked that. But I mean, I don't think she felt comfortable at the men tell all. We didn't really talk about Tasha that much at the men tell all. But she, it, she, she brought nothing. Yeah, she didn't seem very happy. And usually at the men tell all, they're like, I'm happy with my decision, like say stuff. And she didn't really say anything like that. So I'm like, oh, God. She was probably like, oh, shit, I'm in a funeral home. I don't, there's no fan reaction. She didn't know how to react. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. So, I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, I don't know her... if like she, if Carrie dresses her all the time or like she has some pics or. I don't really well, know about that kind of stuff, how that works. The, the stylist? Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's got to be some of each because okay. she looks great sometimes, and sometimes she looks not great. <laughs> right. And I, da- I don't think that's one person having such vastly different <laughs> styling. I don't. No, that's very true. Because it was even like throwback, but Hannah Brown season – when Luke P came back to the rose ceremony and she like moved the podium, she was in that like bikini top with like the, then it was like the bottom half dress. It was just very strange. And like yeah. seeing her style on Instagram, she would not have picked that out. So like yep. that was a designer outfit that like she was told to wear. So maybe Great that call. was kind of with Tasha. Great call. Um, okay. A couple more here for best dress, worst dress. Then you can tell me if I missed any, her nighttime Brendan dress. I thought it was great, but here's my issue. It had a high slit. You guys know how I feel about high slits. It was like black. It also kind of the massive buttons, really big buttons. And it just reminded me of of like Corduroy the bear. Like he had really big buttons (laughs) and that's the vibe I got. Yes. I, I agree. It was, but I mean, she really did though. Every date night that she walked in to the parents, I was like, oh my gosh, she looks stunning. And she, See? she is so beautiful. And yeah. if she like looks that good on camera and all yeah. the guys say their jaws drop to the floor, I can't even imagine what she looks like in person. Her dress for the Zaxi day date when they went getting COVID in the fountain of youth and making out. I loved it. I like that it was a little pink. I like that it was supportive of her boobs. Yet yeah. Flattering. 
I f- was a big fan of that one. Yes, it was really pretty. I liked that. And then she got in the water and then it floated away. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was very pretty. I liked that a lot. And the last for best resources that I have, clearly Ivan's mom and Tasha came in the same color dress. Yes. And um, Tasha's dress matched the flowers that she gave Ivan's mom. They had oh, some yeah. orange in it. I was like, I was like, wow, she color coordinated with a bouquet. It's very nice. That was my dress of the night. Her orange dress with wow. Ivan's family. That I thought that she looked stunning in that. It's like the little one shoulder and it was like flowy and it had like a little tie and that mm-hmm. color looked really good on her. So I was here for the orange dress. It was something about her and the mom being next, like with the same orange that was throwing me off. Yeah, no, that's fair. So I don't think I could have appreciated it as much as you did. Yeah, like, there's that's too fair. much orange going on. Right <laughs> too much now. is happening right now. Too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I feel that. Did you have any other uh, wardrobe comments? Um, I really like, like she looks because re- she's so beautiful. Whenever she wears just like a solid color of any kind, like the pink dress at the rose ceremony tonight when she sent ben home like stunning like that silk looks really good on her with the solid colors i loved how um like even for like a casual date i think it was brendan's for the carnival like that those like like cream shorts and like that tank with like the little like tie shawl like that was super cute and was just like really casual so i i think she's looked really great all season like there hasn't been something where i'm like ah like that hannah brown dress uh oompa loompa dress which if you guys go back i know you episodes, don't i knew you don't yeah like you that. didn't like that at all that was not good <laughs> yeah. the uh there was also a scene i think it was ben this is like if you guys know what i'm talking about god bless you bend date right when they were doing the koala the way the camera angle was it was down and far away where her legs looked like supermodel legs like it was down, the camera was far away and down and under her, so it was shooting up. So her legs looked like oh, just like they were nine miles long. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which flattering. <laughs> there you go. All right, Jody. This has been tremendous. What we already kind of talked about predictions. Next week is um, the, uh, next week's it, which is weird. So it's Fantasy Monday, season. Fantasy Suite. Tuesday finale. Is there a after the final rose Tuesday as I- well? I would imagine, but I actually don't know. Okay, I, I don't know if they. I don't know if they said anything like that. But I don't know I'm how assuming. They would do it. How would yeah, they do it? Know. Maybe go back to. Nima Cola. Yeah, Nima Cola. Yeah. I was about to say Coca Cola because I could not remember what the name was. I was like, I ah, Cola's in there somewhere. <laughs> Nima Cola, Rocca Cola. Um. So that's next week. Then we have a week off in between New Year's, and then we have Matt James. Thoughts wow. on Matt James. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. I actually. Mm-hmm. So my sister graduated from grad school in May and I got my sister a cameo from Matt James whenever all that blew up. Yeah. So he was like telling my sister, he was like, Jamie, you're so beautiful. Congratulations. Blah, blah. He turned it and like Tyler C is sitting on the bed, like on his phone. And I like, I kept watching it over and over again. So like love Matt James 919. Great guy. I'm very excited. Um, Really diverse cast. I can't wait. Um, looks like there's going to be some drama here for it. Yeah, I'm just super mm-hmm. excited. First We're black male d- lead bachelor. Yeah, it's big. Very pumped about right. time. So again, Instagram beautiful rose batch Jody dot Jody with an I. Is mm-hmm. that no? No. Yeah. So 
jody.high.roller. All right. And, and Jody with an I. And then you're like I'm, a world class wedding photographer, right? <laughs> so I do um, wedding videography. So I um, am based in Charleston, South Carolina, but I also am available to travel. And my film one is Jody Lee Film and Photo. You can find me on Instagram. I have so many questions about the wedding photography, videography business. That could be another podcast episode. But my main one is, hmm. Okay, I really want, I think I might have said this to you. I really want to be the guy that takes the photos for, (laughs) that like hides in the woods for engagements. You could so do it. I think a lot of people will reach out to photographers and hire them for that. Mm. So it's not like someone's a specific like engagement shooter that I'm aware of, but no, it would I want be that. like, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want to do. We'll, we can just come up with something. And we'll market you as a specific, like hide in the trees engagement yes. shooter. So we'll yes. come up with that. We can figure out a plan like marketing and all that. I'll help you. Okay. <laughs> and then, so Charleston wedding videography has Bill Murray ever showed up at a wedding you've done? He is not. No. <laughs> I have, um, not at a wedding. This is just like really random. I saw Darius Rucker in Target one time. Did you say hi? I didn't. He was a far away. He was very to himself. He's like very like, yeah, yeah. you get like that sometimes. But honestly, I've heard Bill Murray. I've heard he's not very nice guy. I've never talked to him. I know. I heard he's a great guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's also another thing with wedding videography that I want, that I think we should do, make a common practice. You tell me as the professional, if it's a good idea. Okay. I think, um, you should make, not you, I'm saying in general, like there's like wedding videos that I've seen are beautiful and it's always like capturing the moment, but like you should make it like the bachelor where you interview like guests, like, what did you think of the toast? Then like oh my the, God. The, the guests talk <laughs> about it and you produce it. Well, that would be kind of fun. I'm here for it. Wow, look at you. You're running my business now. I'm, I'm full of ideas here. None <laughs> that I will execute on, so take them and make millions. And there we go. Hope one day. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, if you're in Charleston, go ahead and hit her up. And um, we'll, we'll be talking to you soon again. But Jody, thanks for everything. Welcome to the Rose Betch family on this side. Thank you for everything. Thanks, we'll, thanks for having we'll me. This has been awesome. Hi, this is Patty Cohen. You listen to Rosebuds with Uncle Eddie and Mommy. I love you guys.